Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoy. This is episode number 130, a review and book club of Atomic Habits by James Clear. Hey there, minimalists. Thanks for being here today. This is the book club type of episode that I had talked about doing in episode number 128. And we are here and I had expected to do it last week, but... I ended up taking a week off. So my episodes got a little bit drawn out, but we are here. We are going to be talking about James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, and I'm very excited about it. It was an excellent book. Spoiler alert. I It was a really great book. Before we get to the main topic, though, I want to take care of a little bit of housekeeping for the podcast. First off, this episode is coming out on a Tuesday, not a Monday, as has been the case for many years now, but all future episodes for the foreseeable future anyway, will be coming out on Tuesdays. I've been wanting to make this change for a long time, but there was a culmination of events that made it so that without warning, I'm just switching it to Tuesday. I wanted to make an announcement, but I recorded the episode before my voice went out thanks to some of my thyroid issues and all that sort of thing. So woohoo for that. But uh, I had recorded the episode, but I couldn't record the following episode. I you know, we're getting ready to move. We're days away from moving, which is crazy to me. But then this past Sunday was my husband and my wedding anniversary. So really, there was like this option to either take care of my podcast episode or to celebrate my wedding anniversary. And I'm sorry, my wedding anniversary one, besides the fact that I was wanting to switch it to publishing my podcast episodes on Tuesday anyway. So I couldn't give you a little bit of advanced notice because of my whole voice thing and moving has been crazy and then the anniversary. So all good stuff and fine and working through it or whatever. But yeah, it, I'm sorry, I couldn't give you a little warning. I would have preferred to have done it that way. It just didn't work out. I will tell you though that our time here has been so consumed with doing all the last things of moving, even though we are moving in a very non-traditional way because we are RVing and we have been full-time RVing for four years now. It's, you know, we're kind of driving away, but there has been so much prep work and so many goodbyes that we have been saying that it has been very time consuming. My goal and my hope is that Patreon will get back on track in July, as well as all the other things that I love to do for how to be a minimalist. So basically expect the episodes out on Tuesdays and that is my housekeeping for this week. For my personal update on my goals, the storage unit is so close to being completely taken care of. We've gone through and sorted out everything. We have gotten rid of a ton more stuff, just things that everyone has grown out of or is no longer interested in. That has been really awesome. I'm always amazed at how much more you can get rid of, especially when you have already done this many times. I have actually been helping my children to go through their things and they have done a beautiful job. It's been wonderful to see them go through their things in such a methodical way and to see them utilizing some of the things that I've taught to them. It's really wonderful. One of the biggest reasons we are doing this is so that when we come back for our possessions, we will be able to do it in a much better manner. And my hope is that things will be sorted out and quick to take care of. We have also been able to sell a few things that we definitely will not be using anymore and don't want to simply donate. So that has been nice and it has gone along with my goal to be more frugal this year. I feel like this thoughtful process is going to work out well for us. 
Another thing that I did was I went swimming with my daughter. We went to the pool and had some one-on-one time. It was kind of our individual time for the week, and it was really fun. We played a bunch of water games, and it was just fun to see her in her element. Heading to the main topic, today's episode is all about James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. I first want to say that you should absolutely read this book if you have not already. I think it is wonderful. I was able to rent a copy from the library first and listen to it in audiobook form. It was so wonderful that I wanted to purchase a hard copy as well. This will definitely not be a traditional book club, but I hope it's kind of fun to discuss a book a little bit. And if you have read this book and wanted to chime in, feel free to email me at howtobeaminimalist at gmail.com. First off, I have to say that my favorite thing about this book is just how simple it is. I know that it is not easy to change, but the concepts are very simple and it kind of made me think the whole time like, why have I not thought about it in that way? Or I know that concept, but I never put it together like that. Or wow, I've thought that many times, but I never really put it into practice in that way. The examples, the statistics, the data, they're all super compelling I personally think that he should write a book specific to every major topic that people usually want to change their habits in, but there's enough structure in the book that if you sit down and really think about it and test out some of his theories and practices, you can definitely use this book as a workbook. And I believe he has a journal and a couple of other things like that that can assist you in working through your habit building. I also believe that his website has a lot of information and he sends out emails at least once a week, I think. So there's a lot of information on his website if you want to check that out. His book is based on four laws of habit change, basically. The four laws are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Each section of the book covers one of these laws and They are so filled with encouragement, great stories, and he covers enough topics that you really do kind of walk away feeling like you can apply all of this information to whatever it is you are personally working on. In Make It Obvious, he first talks about changing your focus from goals to habits and implementing systems that will help you to change your focus from those goals to actually having a habit If you've listened to any of my goals of the year episodes, you'll know how much I agree with this principle. I have definitely found that setting a goal to do something that just feels really huge is not enough. You have to break it down into actionable steps or habits. Even with how much I have thought about this and practiced it, his book shifted my perspective in some ways, and I really appreciate that. I wanted to read just a little quote here in his section on a system of atomic habits. He says, focusing on the overall system rather than a single goal is one of the core themes of this book. It is also one of the deeper meanings behind the word atomic. By now you've probably realized that an atomic habit refers to a tiny change, a marginal gain, a 1% improvement. But atomic habits are not just any old habits, however small. They are little habits that are part of a larger system. Just as atoms are the building blocks of molecules, atomic habits are the building blocks of remarkable results. In this section, he 
asks you to take note of everything that you do in a day. And I took that assignment and I did it. It was very surprising to look at how helpful this was and what that actually looked like once I had written it out. It was very beneficial as far as clarity goes. I have to say though, if you do this, try to not be overwhelmed by wondering how you can create as much change as you would like to when you look at your list because I felt a little bit overwhelmed when I wrote out the list and I thought to myself, I will never be able to change anything. I've got everything pretty set in stone the way it is. How is this going to work? But by the time I was done with the book, I felt completely differently and I want to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. One of my very favorite chapters was chapter seven, The Secret to Self-Control. He talks a lot in this chapter about how environment is actually one of the biggest determiners of success. It's not crazy willpower. I have beat myself up so many times for not having enough willpower, but this chapter made me think so much about how having the best environment possible for whatever success it is that I am working towards really is more important in a lot of ways, than willpower. And I want to read another little tiny quote here. He says, the people with the best self-control are typically the ones who need to use it the least. It's easier to practice self-restraint when you don't have to use it very often. So yes, perseverance, grit, and willpower are essential to success. But the way to improve these qualities is not by wishing you were a more disciplined person, but by creating a more disciplined environment. Realizing this was actually a major stress reliever, honestly. I have felt many times like I needed to focus on willpower when really what I needed to do was take a better look at my environment. I have been looking at my environment quite a bit and yes, that could be a physical environment depending on your goal, but I've kind of been looking at all sides of that word environment and what it means to my various goals. In some ways, it means relationships or this place where we live right now or things like that and there are a lot of changes coming and so this has been on my mind quite a bit lately. I do wonder what will it be like where we are living and how will that change the way I feel? What will it be like taking myself out of this very wet environment and putting myself into a more sunny environment that is drier and where I think I will thrive? I had a counselor one time that told me, you know, there are internal factors that you can change. Those are things that you can do differently in order to benefit your life. But there are external factors that often you can do nothing about. And that is where your internal self needs to adapt and adjust. And sometimes we need to remove ourselves from those external factors. If you've been listening for very long, y'all know This girl needs to dry out a little bit. It's a little too wet here in the Pacific Northwest for me. But I also know enough about life that I'm very aware that not having enough sunshine is not the root of every single one of my problems. I know that. However, I want to make sure that this external factor that I've been wanting to change for years now, now that I actually get to do it, I want to take full advantage of the sunshine that we're going to be receiving. I want to make sure that I spend some time out, especially in the morning and the evening sunshine, really soaking that in. I want to make sure I take advantage of the sunshine that will 
be there most mornings. It has been really difficult to live in this very coastal weather where it's cloudy most mornings. Even if the sun is up, it is not light outside because it is so cloudy a lot of times. So there are things like that where I want to make sure that I remind myself of how grateful I am to be able to enjoy this change of environment. There has been so much chaos around moving and making sure that everything is prepared the best we possibly can. And that is another environmental thing in my life right now that I can't really change it because we need to prepare to move. But it has changed the way I do things. And it has not been a positive thing for my how to be a minimalist stuff. It has not been a positive change for very a lot of different things. And it has added stress and chaos. And it has totally reminded me of why I practice minimalism and how much I love it. Because I, generally speaking, when we're settled in, we don't have too much on our plates. We have a very, very minimal schedule and I appreciate that so much. Setting up our environment, whatever that means, will absolutely affect our success. And I have just been so glad to think of all these ways that I have not been mindful about my environment and how when I remove those blocks, those kind of roadblocks, I think that there will be more success in the various goals that I want to achieve. I'm not going to talk too much more about the book. I totally think that you should just go and rent it from the library or buy it. But I have to talk about one more thing, and that would be when I finished the book. So I took another look at my list of daily habits and activities that I had written out where you seriously, you write down everything from the time you wake up, if you hit the snooze button, when you ate your breakfast, you write down everything. So I took another look at that list of those daily habits and activities, and I realized that there were just a few things. If I changed just a few things and adjusted a couple of my habits, I could easily be more successful. And it really wouldn't even be that hard or take that much time at all. It was surprising and it was eye-opening. It was also really encouraging. I went from feeling overwhelmed because I had all these things that I wanted to change to feeling like uh, yeah, I think I can really strive to get dinner on the table at 5.30 and if that will have a domino effect so that this, this, and this happens, it's totally worth it. And it's as simple as something like that. Great book. I totally got a lot out of it. And my minimalist challenge for you today is to go and read it. Thanks so much for being here today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff. And I will see you next Tuesday.